Bush and Ritchie with a very special daily takeaway coming to you from Snowdon, uh, as this is the episode where you will hear us climb the mountain for cash for kids. And a hint of what's to come is the lack of energy that we both have now. <laughs> Absolutely fallen apart. We smashed a uh, well, Terry's chocolate orange and some toffee. Yep. Hasn't given us the sugar hit that I was hoping. No, it hasn't. Um, it was very different spirits last night uh, when we were carb-loading in the restaurant here at the hotel. Mm. Very different spirits for a lot of reasons because uh, we hadn't started to climb Snowden by that point uh, and also uh, the football hadn't kicked off. Um, obviously, Manchester City versus Arsenal last night. Um, we know how that went. Um, but our producer, Adem, despite the fact we were sat in the hotel restaurant, mm. what a tiz he got into. He, so he was sat opposite the client from Tesco Mobile, our show sponsor, and he proceeded to uh, keep getting his phone out and watching the Arsenal game whilst we were having tea. Now, and if you've been on holiday with kids, you don't let your kids sit there and watch, you know, Frozen whilst everyone's having tea and you've got your relatives over. No, they have to sit and concentrate. I think the phrase is no tablets at the table. No tablets at the table. And that's what should have been the rule last night. But in fairness, he kept on then putting it away. As every goal went in, he goes, oh, I'm not watching this anymore. I've had enough of this. Sorry, I'm not watching. It's ridiculous. And then phone back out again a couple of minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what, that's it. They're done now anyway. They're done. not watching anymore. Phone back out again. Anyway, at least it was yeah. his last flounce of the whole time that we were here, eh? Or was it? This is Bush and Ritchie do Snowden. Bush and Ritchie here with Home Time live from Wales, thanks to Tesco Mobile with a 99% 4G coverage across the UK. Uh, we have done Snowden and we are tired. We are very tired. Uh, over the next um, few hours of the show, you'll hear all about uh, our day and uh, how it's gone. Uh, but we've been in North Wales for longer than just today. We arrived uh, late yesterday uh, after the show. It is a beautiful part of the world. It's not one that I've spent much time in before. I think I've been here one time before for like a, uh, a disastrous, uh, you know, when you, all your friends meet up when you've just had babies. Yes. That'd be brilliant. We'll all get a big house together. Yeah. And it was just loads of crying and stuff. So uh, it's nice to come back to it with positive vibes, but it's beautiful. It is indeed. Uh, and as you well observed, uh, as we were uh, flying along the uh, dual carriageway <laughs> yesterday evening uh, towards uh, the sun setting, Bush just goes to everyone, North Wales is just like Sao Paulo, isn't it? And we're all looking at each other going, See on the back. It is. I don't know what bit it is, right? There's this bit where you're, you're driving along. Uh, we a bit of a situation. We end up having to get a taxi from the train station. We'll tell you all about that in a bit. But um, so we're driving along this road. That did like a... Was it the sea on one side? It was the sea. The sea yeah, on one yeah. side. That's what they call it. And uh, and then there was just this big mountain, and, I, and it looked like that. You know that Sao Paulo mountain with the, with a, with a Jesus on the top of it, well, well, that, that, doing the arms. Yeah, that I think is Rio de Janeiro. Rio, it's like Rio de Janeiro. But the bottom line is, North Wales is Brazil. That, it really is. It genuinely is. I think we might uh, maybe we'll just stay here. Angle Sea Tourist Board. If you're listening, you can have that. It's on us for free. Uh, we would love you still to sponsor us. Absolutely cash for kids. We need your support. And we we are fighting child poverty. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. And now, as we were uh, arriving yesterday evening, uh, we're in Flamberis, uh, which is just at the uh, foot of Snowden. I've been working on my Welsh. You've actually. been doing quite a run-up of, is, of the... Thank you. Uh, here's another one for you. Gorsaf Betral Ach Fel Arfa. Which means service station open for business as usual. Quite wordy. But Thank yeah. you. It's a uh, it's a sign I spotted yesterday whilst we were uh, waiting at a uh, te- set of temporary traffic lights. Looked up and saw this petrol station. Could not believe the price of diesel, one forty eight point nine here in North Wales. Now. Right. 
If I was at home, I'd be paying about 165 for diesel. I could not believe it. What's going on up here? You see, I, I don't, it doesn't really register for me. It never changes for me. I, I, it's always been the same. What do you mean? Well, I always put 40 quid in, so yep. I'm, I'm not affected. Is <laughs> that genuinely excite, they excite you, doesn't it? It does You've not genuinely. stopped talking about this. Uh, no, 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 I, I've, not, I've not stopped talking about this. There's probably why not many people are talking to me, because they're thinking, that guy, all he talks about is the price of fuel. It's 139.9 for the unleaded. Honestly, uh, it's not just me, all right? It's not just me. I know amongst our party that are with us today, I'm the only one that's interested about the price of fuel. OK, yep. but I promise you, our home time listeners, you know, they're driving up and down the spine of the UK in their transit vans, fueling their vehicles, doing the school runs. They will be listening to this and they will be driving to North Wales in their hundreds for fuel because they, too, will be wowed by that price. Uh, what about um, uh, maybe you will get together and uh, get a fuel truck? Fill it up. Yeah. Take turns having the truck on your your, your drive. We're going to have fuel parties. Fuel party. What yeah. about that? <laughs> Heard it here first. But the important thing to note is that we were mic'd up throughout. We had mm. little lapel mics on our cagoules. And our producers have put together a series of little short pieces that they've described as Bush and Ritchie's mountain musings. And here's the first one. Now, a uh, question for you. Did you use the kettle in the hotel last night? There's a lot of mythology around what people do in those little kettles. Yeah. yeah. So you used it for a cup of tea, did you? I did. I did. You weren't worried by our stories, people saying about boiling their knickers? And I, think, I think, <laughs> all right, if you are in a chain hotel in the centre of a city... A couple of tired plasterers been in the room before. A couple of tired plasterers yeah. or hen party. They might be boiling knickers. A hotel at the bottom of Snowdon, there was a coach party from Harrogate that turned up last night. Pensioners, they all got hearing aids. Blue Rinse Brigade were in. They're not boiling knickers, so I think I'm fine. But I'd say boiling knickers is, is the least of your worries, <laughs> considering some of the messages that came in on Twitter last night. So. I don't think the coach party were doing that either. <laughs> I can't believe he uses the hotel kettle. That is Bush and Ritchie's Mountain Musings Part 1. We have climbed Snowden today to raise money for the brilliant Cash for Kids, who help charities such as Cromarty Youth Cafe, who provide vital support to young people and families. Here's Fraser to tell us more. Every single young person is fed. We run pretty much every single day of the school holidays, and they all get a range of different meals, and they're hot, wholesome, home-cooked meals. Someone told us during the winter, either they were going to have a pile of debt or they didn't think they would make it through the winter. The support that we've given them is phenomenal and we don't judge. The young people that come to us, um, they've got a range of behavioural needs. Um, a number of young people that we work with lost a, lost a parent to suicide in the last 18 months. We've, we're working with families from the Ukraine. There's no, no one that comes into our community that we don't link up with and offer our support to. You can support charities just like Fraser's by heading to absoluteradio.co.uk slash cash for kids. The team at Cash for Kids will make sure your donation helps those most in need and you'll be able to get more information about the vital fundraising Cash for Kids do too. Thank you for your support. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Ritchie's Daily Takeaway. Bush and Ritchie with Thursday's Home Time Show from North Wales, the foot of Snowdon. It's Cash for Kids Day, which we uh, climbed earlier today, the mountain, uh, very much thanks to Tesco Mobile and their 99% 4G coverage across the UK. Uh, powering us up the mountain, uh, the show coming to you live this afternoon with some rather different tech. Well, this is it. Right now, we are coming to you live from the kind of boardroom, the conference room mm. at this hotel. Very official looking thing. But 
We're using a bit of amazing new tech, but it's been combined and used in a very old tech way. So as far as I can tell from our, our producer and tech guy, Jason's told us, we're using Elon Musk's Skylight. That's right. Is that what it is? Is Skylight? Is it Skylight, Chase? Starlink. Starlink. Is it Starlink? <laughs> We're using this. Having to go on his Starlink. <laughs> I think his Skylink is like a dormer window Little in his Skylink, attic. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you'll open it up and get the air in, that kind of thing. You're missing the best of the day, Elon. But however, so that, that's an amazing bit of um, tech. That's Incredible like a, kit. It's a, it's a satellite out yeah, there somewhere. It is the a sky. satellite. However, to be able to get access to Elon Musk's Skylight, uh, Jason's had to put an extension cable out the window of the hotel. Yeah, and uh, the boardroom that we're in is on the first floor floor so uh, there is an extension cable out to the skylight which is on the uh, uh, on the ornamental lawn out the front of the hotel uh, with a long cable draped out and that is what is bringing this to your radio right now isn't it it's just like it's like a, it's like a marriage between the tech of a bygone era and the future well done elon this is the daily takeaway Thomas has just tweeted to say, hiking Snowden so you don't have to watch the blues tonight, Bush. Do you know what? It's just fortuitous that we're out of range, to be honest with you. Thanks very much. But cheers to everyone who's uh, supported us and sponsored us so far. It's been a hell of a day. So our climb this morning started at 6.51. That's what the data from my smartwatch says. That's when we hit the roads. And two hours, 31 minutes later, we had made it to 2,400 feet having walked a distance of four miles. We were making good time. The guides that came with us, the two ex-army guys, said that we were, we were doing incredible pace. Yeah. Uh, worthy of the... I, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but worthy of the SAS. <laughs> we were indeed. And then at that point, we turned onto uh, the other side of the mountain. And that is where I had to hold my hand up and say, boys, I'm out. You, you, were, you kind of hit the deck a bit, didn't you? you I did hit literally the hit the deck. The vertigo got me because you climb up one side of Snowdon and it was quite a gradual little climb, you know. Yeah. It, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't easy, but there was no sort of like drops either way. Yeah. But then you got the other side of the mountain and then suddenly it's like a mountain path with a massive drop the other yeah. side. Uh, and, and for me, it was impossible. Like everybody else that I saw, everyone else in our climbing party and all the other people that walked past me for the next hour and a half while I waited for everyone to come back, yeah. they didn't even give it a second thought. There's all, hello, good day. Right. Oh, what a beautiful view. Well, and off they kept on going. There was people walking their dogs up there, yeah. wasn't there? <laughs> oh, people would have gone past you walking their dogs. I couldn't do it. I could not go any further. So, uh, Well, I mean, Joe, I'm glad you didn't. We, we were talking about this because I think if you'd have like thought, all right, go on, let's just do this. Because it, obviously it's, you know, it's a real fear, which loads of people have this, yeah. this vertigo thing. And it's scary as hell if you got it. But it then proceeded to get incredibly dicey. Uh, and then you had the cloud rolled in, so you literally just had this one kind of stone path and then clouds, and you couldn't see the bottom either side. You see, I don't know whether that would have been better or worse because you'd still know there's a big drop, and now I can't see it, and I could be even more liable to fall down it. So I think I'm very at peace with my decision. I don't care if anyone's laughing right now. I was happy where I was, but kind of jealous that you guys made it to the top. It was, it was amazing. It was really cool, but it was, it was definitely like a bit dice, not dicey up there, but it was like strong winds, swirling clouds. And, and the few of us kind of said, I think I'm glad Richie didn't come up this bit. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd, he'd still be up there now. We'd never get him back down. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway.
sat in a conference room. Our uh, two producers, Adem and Nick, and our engineer, Jason, uh, Bush and myself, and, of course, uh, show mascot, Grandad, uh, resting on his wicker chair on a Toffifee box. We, we've wedged him with Toffifee to stop him from rocking on his seat because he kind of rocks on his own. That's he quite does. weird. So if you're new to uh, the show or you've not, not heard about Grandad so far, you know the story. He's a, uh, a show mascot, a porcelain doll, uh, a little old man in, in a uh, rocking chair that we bought from Facebook Marketplace for £10. Now, do you remember there's been a bit of a theme running where there's been uh, people talking about the curse of Grandad. Yeah. And it started with him falling out of my hands when I was talking about him on the show and smashing his face that mm-hmm. we subsequently glued back together. Then listener Nick took him for a few days, but then loads of bad stuff started happening to Nick and his family. Well, do you remember Nick took him to uh, Brentford? Uh, Grandad appeared on Match of the Day and Brentford then didn't win a game. So he's very keen to bring him back again. But then Nick hands him back to the home time team and Brentford go and beat Chelsea last night. Oh, brilliant. We've got a big Everton game tonight and we've got Grandad sat here. <laughs> so we thought, right, what we're going to do, we're not, we're not going to bring Grandad up the mountain because since he's been with us, there's been stuff going on. Yeah. So we've had a, a there was a train incident last night, which meant that our train was cancelled because of an accident. Again, Grandad was in our bag. 70 mile taxi journey for the rest of the journey back for us. Grandad's in the bag. Then uh, the, the guys that were going to take us up the mountain, the brilliant Challenge the Wild uh, team, uh, one of them dislocated his shoulder in the, in the past 24 hours. The other guy had, he's fine, but he had a car accident yeah. yesterday, in the morning, so couldn't come as well. And then obviously we had what happened with you, Richie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Grandad, you brought on vertigo, mate. It's your fault I didn't make the top. Yeah, it is. So uh, with all the best will in the world, we've kept Grandad safely here uh, in the conference room of this hotel, and that's where we might leave him. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Daily takeaway. We have climbed Snowden for Cash for Kids. Yes, a climb that we did this morning. The show coming to you from the conference room of the hotel this afternoon. But whilst we were yomping up and training back down the mountain uh, earlier on this morning, we were mic'd and recording at all points. And thanks to our two producers that have been sifting through the audio that was gathered, some more of Bush and Ritchie's mountain musings. Mm-hmm. No, it's quite a few different types of animal poo. Yes. And I wish that I had a bit more Ray Mears in me and I could tell you what what animal had done what poo or an animal just based on its poo because there's yeah. like little tiny dropping things. Yep. I think we've got a mountain lion up here based on some of the size of some of the things we've walked past as well. So. Well, I'm no expert but from what I've seen I think it's all sheep. Mainly sheep. <laughs> and it just depends how good their diet is because mine vary. A certain animal does a, a cube poo. Oh, uh, that is, uh, yeah. Is it a wombat? Wombat. Wombat poo, completely yeah. cubed. Crazy. Oh. I think you can hear that the altitude was already getting to us. I think we'd had too many of those energy shots and too many of those Nutrigrain bars and we were off our heads. <laughs> uh, we were just talking earlier on about uh, animal poo and what that means in terms of tracking animals on the mountain. You know, what, what animals are up there. I'll tell you an animal I didn't expect to see at the very peak of Snowdon. Uh, was a seagull. There's, well, as we got to the peak and we're taking photos of ourselves, flipping seagull comes out of nowhere. Um, it's an interesting when you say that because obviously I didn't make it to the peak. Uh-huh. Uh, I stayed uh, about a thousand foot down. Um, Safely tucked away. Which was three quarters of the way up the mountain, I would like to point out. But I was below cloud level. Uh, now you guys were up in the clouds. Yes. Uh, with your seagull mates. Well, he came out of nowhere uh, and it was hilarious. I, I, I find it really funny when birds really struggle to <laughs> stay in control when they're, when yeah. they're, they're flying and that. Um, but it, again, you know what seagulls are like, just came out of nowhere. We talked on the show before during lockdown. Do you remember during lockdown we were talking about this conspiracy theory we were birds were like massing for some kind of takeover? Yeah. Because during lockdown they got quite cocky, didn't they, birds? 
uh, and seagulls were like the worst of the lot. And I just thought, if you're a seagull, stay in your lane, stay near the sea, nick chips off people when they're having beachside snacks and stuff. Don't get involved in What are you doing at the top of a mountain? <laughs> I feel like Roy Keane, what's he doing at the top of the mountain? I, I don't know seagull. whether I should defend the seagull because, I, I, like yourself, I am wary of the bird takeover. Yeah. Well, all I will say is, below cloud level, as you're looking out at all this scenery, which was freaking me out, you could see the sea in the distance. Oh, right, so it is, we are kind of... Cause I, I don't really know exactly where we are, so... It's a coastal mountain, I would say. Coastal mountain? Okay, coastal I already mountain. Bad. I've been slagging seagulls off for most of the day and realised No, I think that, still do that. Yeah. I, I think they're fair game. <laughs> But it did go backwards. That was amazing. That was my. Obviously, it's been a brilliant day, and we've we've achieved some amazing things. But watching a seagull reverse towards the peak of Snowden will stay with me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Thank you, seagulls. The daily takeaway. Richie's daily takeaway. Yes, some climbed it further than others. Uh, I was the only member of the party who didn't quite make it to the summit as the old vertigo kicked him. You've been very understanding about it. Um, but I do feel bad that I didn't accompany me old buddy right to the top. Uh, it's fine. It's all good. I, look, it's you're fine. being very good about it, but I, I didn't make it. So I do feel bad. Uh, so I've got you a gift. Oh, wow. Really? Yep. When we, uh, when we reached the bottom and made our way back to the hotel, I hung back and I got something from the gift shop wow. uh, in the, uh, uh, the Snowden Mountain Railway. Because there's some amazing kit some in there. Amazing it like kit in there. It some really amazing kit Some amazing kit in there. And I've got a little gift. He's reaching into an absolute radio bag. Thought you a company like. man to the very end. Now, <laughs> uh, as we said earlier, it is a coastal mountain. Uh-huh. What do you get at the coast? You get rock, Yeah. Yeah. What have we climbed, in essence? A big... Massive rock. Correct. Um, what do you eat down at the... Uh, what do you eat at the seaside? Uh, um, cook breakfast any time of the day. Yeah, but, but that's sort of like, you know, that, that's hot, that you might put vinegar and salt on, that rhymes with chish and fips. <laughs> Fish and chips. That's right, yeah. Oh, yeah, OK. So what do you get if you... <laughs> what do you get if you combine uh, sticker rock and fish and chips? Uh, rocky rock that tastes of fish and chips. No. There you, go. there you go. It's not possible. Yes, it is. It's not possible. Should try it together. You can't do this. It's not possible. Has even though it's fish and chip flavour Even though it's a gift for you, I bought one for me as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> it's, good. It's, it's one of them of the gifts. Show. Best type of gift. So, sorry. So this is this is billed as fish and chip flavoured rock. Fish and chip flavoured rock. Wow. I feel so bad slagging that seagull off now because the sea is right on it's the right doorstep. Right Here we go. One, two, three. I don't taste of fish and chips. I'm chip. not getting fish and chips. I'm not getting fish and chips at all. Rip off. I'm going to go back to them. Complain. Let's get back down there. And now, live from somewhere on or near to Mount Snowden, this is Bush and Richie do Snowden. Bush and Richie with home time on a historic Thursday afternoon. It's the aftermath of us uh, climbing Mount Snowden today for Cash for Kids. And it really is the aftermath. We're currently in the uh, kind of a boardroom of the hotel and our two producers are wearing shorts. So things have changed from things earlier on. Things have changed very much from earlier on. The weather, uh, the clothing, uh, the uh, amount of uh, exertion we're going through as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, we climbed Snowden, and thank you so much for sponsoring us. Thank you to Tesco Mobile and their 99% 4G coverage across the UK, which made it happen. Yep. Um, but um, we obviously have had to get back down for the home time show. You wouldn't want the show to be silent. Well, I trust you wouldn't. Uh, so we had to hurry back down. So we weren't able to climb down. A couple of people have said, obviously because we got the train, a couple of people have said that we're, uh, well, one person called us tourists. Yep. 
Which is which is unfair. We're, we're mountaineers. Another gentleman um, telling us about he was a mountaineer of 30 years and you can't claim to have climbed a mountain if you've descended on the train. The descent is the hardest part. I'll bore off. Yeah. Uh, no, we got the train down. And for me, as a train enthusiast, sorry for the, uh, the sacrilege here, best part of the day. You, that was the, the train was the best bit of the day The train was the best part of the day for me. A funicular railway going down a mountain. Railways normally go through mountains. I was a little bit worried, though, because obviously you'd had the issue earlier on with the heights. The vertigo. The vertigo. Yeah. Then we got on this train that appeared to go off the edge of the cliff. And yes. I was thinking, now, this is going to be a nightmare for Richie, because it's something that he loves. Yes. Also thrust into something that you're not that keen on. Well, d- did you notice how I very much aggressively sat on the left-hand side of the carriage? Yes, you stayed away from the cliff yes, side. because the you? right-hand side was the sheer drop. <laughs> But you know, though, I could see you in th- those fellas wearing fleeces with the... I don't know what the name of the railway is. It's a very cute little train. I could see you in that out- outfit. The weirdest thing was, I could see that as well. It was almost as if that train ride back down was a portal into my future. Yeah. You know, this this radio career has stumbled on way longer than I imagined it would, and a lot of listeners did too. Oh, you've seen the email, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could have waited till the end of the show. I suppose best to know, isn't it? But um, it's going to end at some point. And I think when I retire, I could, I, I, I'm not going to be someone who sits there watching Cash in the Attic at home. I, I'm going to have to volunteer, and I will find a heritage railway somewhere. Yeah, I can, I can imagine you boring the ear off someone who's asked you just a simple question about the train, and you're telling them about all the machinery and all that kind of stuff up there, Why John. Well, you know, you boring, boring well, the ear I can imagine you probably given a bit more information that someone would have bargained for. Never do that. And it's been busy up on the mountain, hasn't it? We've, we've said hello to... A, it's so nice that people all... Everyone says hello to each other mm. uh, in, the, in the mountaineering lifestyle, which is, which is a great thing. Lovely atmosphere uh, up, on, up on the hill. And um, we, we met some brilliant people. In particular, we wanted to give a special shout-out to two lads who were walking with their parents, Nathaniel, who's only eight years old, and Jonah, who's ten years old. And they're both on their way. They were, they were probably uh, 25 minutes from the summit, which is an amazing thing. I think back to my, my miserable self when I was 10 years old, didn't want to go and do anything. That's amazing. I can only imagine t- taking my 13-year-old up to the peak of Snowden and how much moaning and saying it was boring she probably would come out with. So well done to those two. It's brilliant because when you think about it, they're 8 and 10. They should be at school, but obviously there's industrial action today, so they haven't been. What an, what an amazing thing to do with their day off. Their parents have 100%. yomped them up, um, yomped them up Snowden. I saw their dad, um, Steve. I said I'd say hello to him. He was uh, chatting away whilst uh, I was having my my vertigo-induced pause. <laughs> and I saw the two young lads. And, and that, that, that's part of what's just so funny about it. They were just stood on the edge of this precipice going, wow, look at that down there. You can see so much. I'm thinking, get back. The fearlessness of children, eh? What about that? So well done, Nathaniel and Jonah. Uh, thankfully, it's been a day without drama. But do you know what? If there had been drama today, we've had a near miss because uh, in the news, it turns out the Prince and Princess of Wales, a.k.a. Wills and Kate, Wills and Kate. Uh, have been spending the day with the Central Beacons Mountain Rescue Team. We're in the wrong mountain range, oh. to be quite frank, but if it had been the other one, <laughs> imagine, well, you know, a sprained ankle and they land. Well, this is it. We mentioned earlier on on The Breakfast Show this morning, a bit of Michael Burke, 999. Yes. Imagine you did, did come a cropper with your vertigo. Imagine getting rescued off of Wills yes. there, flying a chopper like Airwolf. Would have been so good. Today we climbed Snowden to raise money for Cash for Kids, who help charities such as the Port Vale Football Club Foundation, who support children and young people in need. Here's Will to tell us more. The absolute basics are food and essential items, and items for, you know, for example, for young children, young babies. So it's the items we can't go without. You know, we can you can sometimes do without certain things, but it really is the base level of 
a week's shopping and some items, whether that's nappies, whether that's sanitary products. So it is real life basics that people are really struggling to get. The, even the littlest things of a, a few meals on the table through the week and nothing fancy, just, you know, basic meals. It, actually, it's one less burden on a family that is already struggling. You can support charities just like Will's by heading to absoluteradio.co.uk slash cashforkids. The team at Cash for Kids will make sure your donation helps those most in need and you'll be able to get more information about the vital fundraising Cash for Kids do too. Thank you for your support. Really exciting news that we've had coming to us uh, during the show this afternoon. The good people at uh, National Geographic have uh, been in touch. They want to uh, commission a, uh, a new series of uh, Bush and Ritchie's Mountain Musings. Uh, it was only a matter of time before someone picked it up, as you can hear. It's great. Uh, obviously, we were mic'd up for the entire climb today. Uh, for a final time, here are some more of our Mountain Musings. One of the things that I've been surprised about is just how sweaty my back is. Well, that's good to know. I took, <laughs> I took my rucksack off earlier, put it back on. Mountaineering grade A fail, that was just so unpleasant. Actually, the other thing about the design fault with rucksacks, I don't know if this happens to you, but they always slightly lift the back of your shirt. Yes. Pull your shirt, if you, even if you tuck your shirt into your underpants. Yeah. Why, why does it do that? They need like either a... An underpant clip that clips to the bottom of your shirt yep. to keep it in situ or redesign well, the back. Well, well, here we are. Do you think there is the market for an all-in-one underpants rucksack? <laughs> do you know what? I remember. What do you reckon? Well, don't girls have those? Is it called a body, which is like a, a T-shirt that clips underneath the gusset? Yes. But they haven't got a rucksack on it, have but they? But you could, you could have a rucksack attached to that and you wear it all as one kind of like The gusseted rucksack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. What about that? Let's do it. And just before you get too excited, the idea is already patent pending. Keep an eye out for us on Dragon's Den. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. One thing that's uh, hanging over that climb... Uh, and it's kind of a mystery, is something that I found at the very summit, okay? So I was just taking a couple of photos when we were up there, surrounded by clouds, just like a stack of stones, and then you've got this thing at the top. Somebody had wedged a single flip-flop <laughs> <laughs> into the stones in the summit of uh, Mount Snowden, a little blue flip-flop. So is it, if that's yours, no one does that by accident. That's not an accidental thing. No. But, like, if, the, if you know anything, like, you know, any intel as to, you know, where this flip-flop's come from, or is there a story attached it, please do tell us because I can't stop thinking about it. It can't be an accidental thing because uh, should you not have climbed Snowden yourself, flip flops is not the ideal footwear. You can flip no way flip flops, no way sliders. You've you've got to have the right footwear. So if, if someone's gone up there in flip flops, they're they're crazy. Maybe maybe it's some kind of um, I don't know two peaks challenge. Oh yeah. So they're going up and putting a flip flop up here. Yeah. And then another flip flop. Hop, hop down. Hop down. Another flip flop in Ben Nevis. Goodness knows what they do at Scarfell Pike. Well maybe it's just uh, you know geo, this is geocaching. I've heard of geocaching. Can you find something that someone else has like stuffed between a couple of rocks yeah. for you or something like If you know what any intel about it home time at absoluteradio.co.uk it is the mystery flip flop. Mark your email geoflopping. This is the Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway. Uh, some big thank yous. Uh, thank you very much to Tesco Mobile made it all possible today with their 99% 4G coverage across the UK. Uh, Absoluteradio.co.uk slash cashforkids uh, is where you can go to uh, sponsor us. And thank you also to the, the, uh, the wonderful staff at the Royal Victoria Hotel. 
uh, yeah. our, uh, our very own Snowden base camp. Uh, and a huge thank you to the brilliant Ben and Paul, our two kind of Sherpa guides from Challenge the Wild. Uh, one's ex-Merchant Navy, the other one's uh, ex you know, Royal Marines or Army, and they've been absolutely fantastic. And I got the feeling that they probably would have put one of us out of our misery if we'd have strayed too far at the back of the pack. But equally, and I know we mentioned this earlier in the show, but you might not have heard the whole show, it is very important to say that, you know, they are ex, ex-military, and yeah. they were very impressed with the pace that we got up the mountain They with. were, they were, they, I, I'll say it again, worthy of the SAS. <laughs> Career. We talk, <laughs> talked a lot about our career after this show. Yeah, after well, this career. This one, of, <laughs> one of us going secret service. One of us volunteering at a heritage railway because he couldn't make it all the way up. <laughs> the yin and yang of the home time show. What a way to sign oh, that's off. What makes it work, darling? Oh, it is. It is. Uh, we are done with Snowden. That is it uh, from us here uh, at Base Camp. We'll see you back in the studio tomorrow from four. Two broken men signing out. This is Bush and Rich's daily takeaway. Another home time show in the bag. And you should look around this table now in this boardroom where everyone's absolutely broken. It looks like the final day of a uh, online LAN party computer gaming festival. <laughs> laptops and wires. And tired I don't, and baseball I don't caps. think there's any red grapes at a gaming festival. There's no, there's no fruit and veg at gaming <laughs> festivals, put it that way. No fruit and veg. <laughs>